Boom, shakalaka. Boom, clap, stokers. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, A Couple Pines Pod. We're back zooming once again because the good old blizzard made both of us carless. I had to shovel that car out, dude. I was going to this morning. I have a shovel in my trunk. My car is so packed in, I can't get in it. I literally have to wait for like, and I wasn't about to start digging with my hands at 430 in the morning, but wow, it's dude, it's bad in Brooklyn or at least my street. But uh, yeah, anyway, that's why we're on Zoom again. We'll be back. In hey, person soon. I don't know if people care at this point because the numbies are growing. Hey, thank you. Huh. But, uh, you hey. That being said, we we're both married men who have to cook dinner like soon. So let's let's truck through. Yeah, we're chefing it. Up. Let's let's plow through it. Hey, oh, but also still have fun and give the listeners something worth listening to. Of course. So of um, course. you kick it off, sir. You kick it off. You found it. You kick it off, sir. OK, I'll suggest a topic, but you have all the notes on it. So then you can take it away. I this, barely have any. Uh, this week, we're going to breeze through the real science behind uh, CRISPR and oh, shit, wrong tab. Behind CRISPR and uh, like gene splicing and okay the the article of the title we're gonna be right re- the title of the article we're gonna be referencing um that is a printed scientific article I'll literally put the link in the description is you have to uh genetically modified humans the X Men of scientific research how far is too far when it comes to altering the human genome so. Uh, it talks about CRISPR, which if you if you haven't heard, is revolutionary in the world of genetic research um, and genetic engineering. It talks about world. it talks about it. And this is all real stuff. Talks about its benefits and then also talks about the potential dangers, which we're going to capitalize on here at a couple of pine spot of how far is too far when it comes to altering human genomes. Um. There are a lot of benefits to it. We're not against this. We're going to breeze through kind of what the article hits on. And then I want to talk about literally the last two sentences, which is going to launch us into Collins Funland. That is the inner machinations of his mind. I don't know if that's a word. The inner mechanisms of Collins mind. Take a journey. The article is broken down into the power to be invisible, which is talking about actually putting these CRISPR genes within DNA. And they've found a way to where there's like a 90% chance that your body is not going to reject it. But it does. But it does say currently there is no 100% effective way to prevent rejection. Because even it talks about like implanting your own stem cells in genes that um, need su- need immunosupport. And even with that, they get rejected sometimes depending on the individual. So this, but, fir- this hey. first part that is based around your immune system says basically they have a like pretty accurate way of making these cells undetected by your body. So it only helps you and you don't reject it. Mm-hmm. Then... Before you keep reading, we talk about the power of strength, uh, which talks about it literally says superhero is the extreme strength they are capable of, whether it's Superman or the Hulk. Um, 
and then it relates it to CRISPR, which were somewhat there. That's yeah. You had good notes on that. So we'll talk about that. Then um, we talk about the power of resistance and then we're going to end it with the power to have it all. So you already talked about the power of resistance. Wouldn't it be? You talked about the power to be invisible. That's the first part. Okay. Uh, so let's move into the power of strength, which is the uh, dystrophy thing. Yep. <clears throat> so they used mice. Oh, wait, wait, no, we breezed over the 3D printing because that shit's wild. Oh, Talk oh, about that, yeah. then we'll get into strength. So that's part of the uh, power to be invisible because without this science making it undetected by our body, there would be no way to put 3D printed organs which are a fucking thing. I know how they also just kind of sprinkle it in there at the end too. They don't literally just, I just put a dabble of it. Like, Oh yeah, that's possible. We can do that. I've loosely heard of this and I forget they use, I've heard of it and they use like a plant based. I, I, I feel like it's like kelp or seaweed. It's some like odd plant. That's very wet. (laughs) And they, they use the cells from that mixed with like stem cells, like as sort of like a scaffolding for the stem cells to build themselves on. Yep. But that's, but that's not 3d printing. This specifically says 3d printing, but also you could 3d print with basically anything now. So very true. Maybe we can look into that and talk about it in a later episode, but read your notes on that. They took the mice. Now, this was a br- brand spanking baby, brand new born mice right out, right out of the womb. They noticed it had muscle dystrophy. It was so shrunk down. It was pretty much unable to move. They did some CRISPR splicing on it. And well, by the with, time- With human cells. With, that's right. With human cells, which is also- they, they refer to it as humanized mice. Yeah, which was a head scratcher. Like, what? How human and this, are these mice? This is like the beginning blueprint of how to put these invisible uh, CRISPRs into humans. Like, this oh. was the first step that they were like, holy shit, we could do this. And what it did at one month, by one month, that little baby was completely normal slash better than its brothers and sisters. Yeah, which is crazy. Something that could barely move and breathe is given something that enhances it. That's super mouse. Give me a super mouse. I mean, at the end of the day, we're aiming for literal superhumans. That's what this whole article is about. So this part ends with by granting the power of invisibility, CRISPR technology holds the potential to improve response response rates to transplants and reduce rejections with early applications expanding to other transplant areas. Oh, with early applications expanding to other transplant areas may not be too far behind coupled with advances in 3d printing of organs. This application may result in a invincible kidney, lung, or heart. So like if you need a fucking heart or kidney or lung or organ transplant, You're not going to go on a donor list. They're going to be like, give us X amount of time to print this and it will never fail you again. And your body won't reject it, which is fucking sick. 
that's going to change. That's that's changing the way people see death if we get there. Well, in a sense, because it's not in no way making you immortal. It just it does like if any of your organs were to ever fail, they'd be like, hold on, we're going to print you a new one and we know your body's going to accept it, which is does change that aspect of death. Yeah. I wonder if they'd um, be able to get to the point where they could have two of the same organ inside the body. So if what one, do you mean? Like if both your lungs collapse? Yeah. So if you if you have your the set of lungs, your normal set of lungs. I mean, that's really the only doubled up organ we have. Or you mean like they put a second one in to make you? Yes. I don't know how that would work. Or would it be, or do you think they're trying to get it to the point where they're splicing your DNA so well with the CRISPR that that's all you need? Whatever, whatever you focused on, whatever, whatever they inject you with to boost whatever you chose, that's, that's all you need. That's it. <clears throat> You're set. I mean, maybe it'll get there one day, but what this is saying is as of now, they are most of the way down the road of finding a way to give you a new organ without putting you on a wait list and you most likely dying. I go. And that's the power of invisibility or whatever that one was called. You think think they might boil it down? Might boil it down to where the CRISPR itself is able to be a replicating organism inside your body. So if you do get a fatal, uh, fatal injury, that 3D printed heart mixed in with the CRISPR is working so well that it heals itself on the spot. Maybe well, it takes five, 10 minutes, but it heals itself on the spot. Well, that I think that's the gist of what this is saying is like, I don't, I think if you got like shot in the heart, I don't like, I know that's what you're like Wolverine healing. I think that's what you're getting at. Yes. Which essentially is the end of this article, which is the power to have it all. But uh, as of right now, it's just essentially getting it in your body and your body not rejecting it. Cause that's like the biggest issue with organ transplants and blood uh, blood infusions and shit like that. But they're saying if we have a way using your stem cells mixed with these, like we go in with CRISPR and splice them up in a certain way, there's no chance of failure. That's what that first part is saying, which I is also, huge. I also have a hunch that, because you remember and don't look up how all the scientists kept saying, you can't, you can't say a hundred percent. You can't say a hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like this is what this article is doing. Yeah. Which I mean, that's, that's science. We, we can't say we got it perfect, but we also want you to know with everything we lay out in this article, we kind of got it perfect. Kind of got it well, down pat. No, that's not what they're saying. They're just saying their goal is to get it perfect. And they're finding by experimenting on mice using human CRISPR genes that they're make they're making advancements in that. Don't get us. A sh- don't get us a strike. Ooh. Um, mm. 
so then the power of strength is also the mice thing, the baby thing. We did that. Uh, the power of resistance is what gets me, which is um, this guy is actually in prison for this. Yeah, it said he got three years. No, so he might have. This was in November 2018. Yeah, depending on how old you are, you may actually remember this. I vaguely, I'm pretty sure I vaguely this made remember. news. It did. This was in November 2018. It said he got sentenced to three years. So yeah, he like just got out. He's been out for like three months. But this scientist, I'm not going to try and say his name, from the Southern University of Science and Technology in Shenzhen, China, uh, they use CRISPR technology to delete a certain gene with the aim of rendering uh, this offspring resistant to HIV, AIDS, smallpox, and cholera. And then they successfully did it. And this, uh, it ended up being twins and the twins are healthy and alive today. And they have like super immune systems. Thanks to this guy's technically somewhat inhumane research, but also it was voluntary by their parents. And I know but then that, the that breaches time. into a whole human rights thing. So let's not dive too deep yeah, into it. Cause we agreed we, we wouldn't. <clears throat> Oh, that's so thought provoking. But it's I know, but it's just oh, my gosh, it's fucking crazy that. They figured out this little section of DNA is what makes you vulnerable to these certain diseases. So let's cut it out and put. Whatever they CRISPR in its place, fix it, gotta fix and. The research has shown that immunity to disease is unlikely to be the only power granted by this edit. They call it a fucking edit. I mean, that's all it really is. So basically, then the end of this part of the article says, aside from the as yet unknown off-target effects, the editing of the CCR5 gene may have enhanced learning and memory aside from their immune system. And then it talks about how they figured that out using other studies, which I'm not going to read. I have an assumption. Because we're plowing through. What's your assumption? The slight, slight CRISPR that they use, that they used on the twins to, to help, to aid them. Well, the whole idea of CRISPR is it's gene editing. It's not like a thing that you use. Like they well, found saying, they found the weakness, they cut it out and replaced it with something better. What they replaced it with, I have a feeling that it slowly it slowly got better and started to put itself in other sections of DNA. Oh, what? Like it evolved once yes. it was a part of the DNA strain? I mean Exactly. I mean, maybe I don't know exactly because they're how not DNA going works. in there with they're not going in there with nano doctors and nano scalpels to get the DNA. They're they, like they said, they're injecting it and it's swimming through your body to get to where it needs to be. But then it also goes on to say, which makes it that much more interesting, was uh, there was no initial intent to improve cognitive abilities. However. <laughs> It, they basically say it hasn't been scientifically proven, but there is solid proof that this 
genetic modification to these twins had positive effects on kick on their cognition um as well as a therapeutic target to improve recovery from stroke or traumatic brain injury. So this helped them in so many ways. It strengthened their immune system beyond any human that lives except for these two. It improved their memory and their cognitive ability. And then it also, like I said, it's not, a hundred percent scientifically proven, but from what they could see and from what they know, it improved their recovery from stroke or a traumatic brain injury. The study also highlighted a link between the gene and everyday intelligence. Dude, dude, scientists barely know much about the fucking brain itself. I mean, we're telling me we know a lot. we know a good amount, but we really don't understand the inner workings of it all. When you have a stroke, you lose a good portion of either physical, mental, or muscular si- sections of your brain. And this shit's going in there and just stitching it back to perfection, if not better. Like For- it, it, for, for this, the stroke patients, yeah. Well, for the as of right now, in the reality we live in, for this one specific like set wh- set of two people, <laughs> how does the how does CRISPR know the human brain better than better than we know it? Well, it doesn't without our knowledge. Then of how it. did it? I mean, yeah, we we're the ones who made that mixture to inject into it. But if it's saying it's showing slight enhan- enhancements. I mean, what's it doing? What's it doing in the brain? What's it know? What's going on? I don't think it knows anything. I think it's very strategic and your body knows where to put it. And also, like, they don't just like, it's not a shot. Like, they, on like an embryonic level, take a piece out and replace it with something else like on a very microscopic it's very strategized it's not like a a flu shot or something at least from what i gather i you know what might be holding me up on that aspect then is when the article mentions that it swims through undetected by the the mice's uh immune system well it's saying that because in the past when they've tried to genetically modify things your body attacks it because it's like foreign material get rid of it and that's the same thing with organ transplants but they're saying we basically found a very accurate way to do it without your body saying foreign material get rid of it invader so that brings us to the power to have it all oh um And I'm going to read, I'm going to kind of sum this up and then we can go wild. Also, I set a timer like 10 minutes in, so I actually don't know how long we've been going. Hey, oh, that's a good, I don't know either. The power Um, to have it all. 
So the CRISPR twins could be the first of many seemingly unnecessary genetic modifications that begin to occur as the technology becomes more controllable and new potential targets are identified. As advances occur, perhaps the question scientists ask themselves will change from could we do that to should we do that? It may be a stretch and seemingly ridiculous now, but as CRISPR technology advances and the range of potential applications widens, it could lead us to asking one question. What would your superpower be? Which jacks me up because I've said I've said on the pod that I believe if not if not our generation, but like well, you're the youngest, but like I think people we know now, if not us, will exceed human uh like the age. I forget the fucking word. Um, like life expectancy. Yep, there it is. Like I have faith that if like I'm 50 and like I have a stroke, which now is devastating to most people, it's just going to be like, oh, it just, yeah, bring, go to, go to urgent care. You're good. Need some CRISPR? And maybe I'm wrong. And I'm not even saying it's CRISPR because I never had like an answer for it, but I've always just had this weird feeling that like we're going to live longer. Like I think human life expectancy is going to go way the fuck up, especially after reading this, which is exciting, but also a little, I wouldn't say scary, but like, and we're nowhere near immortality or like superheroes or gods or whatever you want to call it. But like, I think it's good, but it's also scary because as we always, as we always go to on this podcast, like eventually this is going to be used for the wrong reason once it's perfect and that's not okay. Well, that's what my mind is thinking right now. I don't, I, it just baffles me as to why scientists are scared. I mean, it's right in front of our face as to why they should be scared, but my mind is racing so hard that if I just so happened to be a scientist and I was on this project, I don't know. I, I mean, if, if I have substantial amount of, of data proving that I am correct, that this works, that I have this down, why? It's a gift. I mean, the gift is... I mean, it's it's kind of in lamest terms, you're you're treading into a realm of something that surpasses anything we've ever understood. And that's what it, this whole article is about. Like exactly how it ends. How far is too far? How much? How much do we actually want to change about human life now? Like, are we even ready for this? It's like. If we if we want to venture like out in the universe, well, if we want like to venture out, man, it's like when we started talking about UFOs in the sense of like maybe they're not telling us everything because we're not ready. And I'm not saying that's the case here because we just read an article that divulges into what they know now, and it's a fairly recent article. It's not like all Two, that old. I mean, 2019. Yeah. So. But how long have they been studying this? Well, obviously a very long time. I mean, because Nazi Germany did studies into stuff like this. 
Yeah, but now we're actually using it to benefit humanity and not the angel of death. But if it's been around for that long... Well, that's why it's advanced now. I mean, it's a slow burn. It's a very long process. And that's why I'm saying if they're where they're at now, where they can replace organs and your body's not going to reject it and they can gene splice babies um, and make them like uh, immune to certain things. It's insane. That can only extend human life. But is, but is that when that baby is born, is it still a human or is it the next evolution? I mean, because that thing has zero worry about anything that its parents had to worry about. Zero. Doesn't have to. It's. It's it's literally indestructible. Indestructible child. Uh, I mean, in a sense. That's so cool, though. Would you do it? If you had the opportunity, would you do it? Do what? To my kid or to myself? Create, create your child. Uh... I don't think in terms of like choosing what it looks like or like um like even in terms of like mental illness and stuff but if I can be like okay my kid immune system wise is going to be healthy like I don't have to worry about that then yeah I I mean it depends on what my assumed wife would have to say about it but in my head it's like if it's there and it's safe and we know it works which still which still right now that's not what it is but maybe by the time we're having kids it'll be there if it's like oh i can knock this list of deadly diseases off my kids plate just right off the bat before they're even a body then like yeah why not Where's the dotted line? Well, I think the dotted line is where it gets to like, you go in and decide. And I, we talked about this in a uh, philosophy in college. Like when it gets to like, I want my kid to look like this and I want my kid to think like this. And I want my kid to, you know, be Boy, like, that's a danger. yeah, I don't think you should have that control but if it's just like hey we can basically make your kids immune system superhuman so that all you have to worry about is like nothing in terms of like colds and disease then why not go for it but then like what we talked about in psychology when all of this first started happening because this was around the time we were in like our later years of college was like the human dilemma of like there are people out there who have like their dream kid where you can determine what they look like, their sexuality, their sexual Mm -hmm. preference. Like you could basically predetermine their life. Like that's not cool. 
I don't think you should have that power. But if it's like, hey, we could make sure that they're going to survive all this deadly shit. But the rest but the rest is up to your genetics and the kid. Then like, yeah, I would do that. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I, I. I mean, that brings us back to a point we already mentioned. Why are they so hesitant? Why? They should 1,000% embrace this with open arms. Because who knows if, if that one guy never got jailed, if he, if he never had to stop practicing, who knows how far he would be. I mean, now he's out, but also he's in a country where he probably can't practice anymore. Definitely not. But now we're treading on some hot water. So ultimately what I wanted to get at was children aside, if it got to the point where Colin wants to be a cyborg and he can go to the doctor and get like superhuman strength, I don't think that's okay. Because that seems like, hey, Netflix, here's a new movie idea, a shitty Netflix movie. Are you denying me of my dreams? Or a really good one, depending on the writing and directing. But no, I'm not. But what I'm saying is... I can't be a superhuman? No, you can, but I don't think the world needs them. And I think that's what this article is saying in terms of like X-Men and shit. Like if people start gene splicing their babies, like what I was just saying, if you have complete control over what your kid is going to come out like some fucking weird group of people somewhere is going to be like, we want the Hulk or we want Mr. Incredible. This kid is going to be the the greatest quarterback of all time because he has super strength (laughs) and unbelievable speed. Like that's the, sort of the evil behind it that is a, at least a concern to my cons- conspiracy oh, no, side of my mind. That's definitely a heavy concern. Definitely. There's yeah. Or even if it gets to adults and then it turns into like an Avengers movie, like oh, we need a super soldier. We need a Captain America and then they just like gene splice the shit out of some like decorated marine and now he's like bulletproof and self-healing and all this other shit Uh, i don't know we might already be headed there well that's kind of what the article is might already be you uh you got any other avenue we could take it? Because I feel like that's that's a a good a good rundown of this this proof that J Mac and I just presented to you, and it's also a good back and forth both sides of basically the inevitable. I got nothing Um, else. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the only like, that's like the big conspiracy that comes to mind when I read this was just like, how far is too far? And also based off history that always repeats itself, some group of scientists somewhere is going to take it way too fucking far. 
And then you're going to have some sort of superhuman. Also, this weekend, I just binge watch Marvel movies. So in my head, like the only outcome of this is some like super villain who just like uses all this genetic modification to his or her benefit and just like terrorizes society for their personal gain. But then we have the League of Heroes, the League of Villains. Maybe one day, but also we might be dead for that. So because this is this is like I said earlier, a very slow burn of a project. Tis a slow burner, much like us. A couple pints, Paul. Oh, the slowest burn, Daddy. Steady, like a cast iron skillet. Steady. Also, I just want to give a big, a big thank you to anyone who is watching this podcast who went and supported that one random reel that somehow, I don't know, for somehow reasonable or another took off. Yeah, it's exciting. Exciting times here. You know who we got to give that shout out to? That, uh, where's that? Where is it? What, I can't see our own comments? What? Get out of here. Our comments are gone? No, they're not. Dude, I was I was just on our page. We got no more comments, dude. Are you on the right one? Yeah. What is going on? There's comments on our other posts. What? What is this? Dude. Oh, that's weird. Are you frosting my tips? Are you yanking the wool over my eyes? That's really weird. What? Well, I mean, stranger things have happened to us, so you saw it here first if you made it this far into the episode. What the fuck? Right? What is going on? Is the whole thing gone? All the comments are, but all of our other posts still have comments. No, I mean that one specific. No, not the real. The real is still there. And so is all the analytics behind it, but I wanted to shout out the comments. The comments was the most important part of it all. Yeah, it was really funny. That's, oh, I don't even, just wanted, I ah, just want the comments to still be there. That's weird. All right. Um, Who knows? I got to go prepare for the missus to get home. So Me too. Hey, yeah. head on out. Use the link in our bio, teespring.com. Yeah. Uh, merch. Su- also support John Mayer, the Song of the Summer. Support John Mayer. Album. Um, okay. Also, Chris D'Elia, Life Rips. <laughs> yeah. I'm just decked out in merch. All right. Well then, my friend. All right. Uh, this has been... A couple Pines Pod. 
safe to say, my man. Uh, don't be the fool who went and spliced his jeans. Oh, nice reference. Thank you. Because J Mac went around and he went to town. He took some Christmas. And then before he J Mac started to fly. Vaporize. Do 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 do. All right. Later.